Hi, I'm Lena, and I'm from Russia. Hello, I'm Alice, and I'm from England. And, and this is Aya Hong Kong. Unfiltered opinions about life, society, and culture in Hong Kong. From the perspective of young female expats who constantly exclaim "Aya" about how difficult and fun it is to survive in a big city. All right, all right, and we are live again, and yeah. we are back again, and this time we are using one microphone because each time we are recording in different settings. Mm-hmm. We cannot figure it out. No, nothing <laughs> screams amateurs. Do you know what? I just realized we've been doing this for almost a year. Yeah, almost a year in July. Yeah. No, yeah, yeah, August, September, yeah. August, yeah, and um, here we are now. Uh, using one microphone between two people because, uh, because, <laughs> because we can't figure it out. <laughs> oh my god! I mean, doing podcast is more difficult than filming videos. Mm. It's more technical. Mm. So yeah, we are using a different program now, mm. and we are planning to buy new microphones. It just happened to be so that they are sold out. Yeah, we we have the <sighs> shittest luck. Yeah, we 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 want to get two new microphones that have XLR function and a mixer. And um, Helen just got a new camera, so we now have the equipment to make a really good quality podcast. Well, no, we don't have it, but we are about to have it. Yeah. But every time we have a plan to get this new thing or this new thing, it seems unattainable and impossible to get. But I am on the hunt to get those microphones, so hopefully I will find the shop that sells them. Because all the other microphones, yeah, they are available, but they're freaking expensive. If you're if you're watching on Twitch, which guys, what are you doing? We live stream on Twitch. If you really love the podcast. And you're free right now. You should watch us on Twitch too, guys. It's what so you doing? real. It's so raw. So raw. You can see how tired we yeah. are. <laughs> you can see what we look like after a day of work. Which is horrible. We don't recommend, but we also recommend. <laughs> we are so relatable. All the other streamers or all the other, I don't know, influencers... They always look so perfect, so unrealistic. And here we are, real people oh looking God. tired and horrible. <laughs> but we literally just bought the camera that gives us like a beauty filter. And here we are saying, that's, we're so authentic. Ugh. Well, that's the, what the Twitch is for. Okay. The right. camera is for the YouTube. <laughs> oh, okay, okay, okay. Yeah. But yeah, we bought the camera to look more beautiful because the camera will make us look better yes hopefully and uh, as usual we couldn't find strong zero today because we usually buy strong zero from 7-eleven right but today we have got wine soda guys wow. yeah and one day we'll do like a drinks review hong kong drinks yeah review. we should we're like experts although technically they're japanese yeah yeah but they're being sold in hong kong so yeah i think that's one thing that that i do like about Hong Kong is that we can get so many Japanese products. And today we're going to talk about convenience culture and how people in Hong Kong are obsessed with convenience. I mean, you can just tell from the amount of convenience stores we have, but really it's all a lie. It is all a lie. It's inconvenient. (laughs) (laughs) 
So where do we even start? <clears throat> I think the, the go a good place to start is with the amount of convenience stores we have. Yeah. No matter where you are in Hong Kong, within a meter radiance of where you are, a few meters of where you are, you're going to see either a Circle K or a 7-Eleven. Mm -hmm. We have only two, right? We don't have any more than that. I don't think so. Even though where I work now, that MTR station, it doesn't have... Yeah, Seven Eleven or no. Circle K. It's some other like Chinese name. Oh. It's like so weird. I know it, but I forgot the name because the Chuanquano MGR station also has that one. Something Vogel, go go Vogel, Vogel. No, because I, I, it's on the tip of it's on the tip of my tongue because I know exactly which one, but also I don't know. So it's really annoying. Yeah. <laughs> But yeah, so Hong Kong has so many convenience stores, right? They're not convenient because when you get in there, you realize it's so tiny. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I mean, we have some quite big 7-Elevens and Circle Ks, but sometimes, um, even in my station, in Quarry Bay Station, yeah. the Circle K is so tiny, there is nothing to buy. Mm. Like there's literally right? nothing to buy. Right. What is the point to put a convenience store there that barely has anything in it that you would want or need? Yeah. It has a couple of drinks in the fridge and then it has the shelf, which has some crackers. Yeah. And these ones in the That's MTR all. station. So the convenience stores in Hong Kong, you can pay your bills, right? You can pay your water bill, mm -hmm. electricity bill, whatever. You can pick up packages from delivery. But the ones in the MTR stations usually don't have this function. But when one of them has this function, you would just expect that they all have it. Yeah. So this is another thing where I feel like, is it really convenient or is it just a facade of convenience? Mm -hmm. I'm, I'm conflicted because in the UK, we don't have any of these things. We don't have 7-Eleven. We don't have Circle K. We have something called the co-op. Uh -huh. Or Tesco Express. Like a supermarket, but then a smaller version they call Express. Mm -hmm. But they are definitely not convenient because they're always miles apart and you kind of have to drive through it no matter what. Yeah. So I, I when I leave Hong Kong and I go back home, I do crave the convenience of 7-Eleven. Mm -hmm. But then when I'm here and I go into a 7-Eleven... And they're stacking the shelves when you go in there. Yeah. And there's cardboard boxes everywhere. And even if after they've stacked the shelves in the morning, they leave the cardboard boxes out in the store. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, 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 yeah. So you're like doing a, a what do you call it? A course, mm -hmm. a endurance course around the 7-Eleven to get what you need. Then you see what you need is behind the cardboard box and it's full of water bottles so you can't freaking move it. So you just give up and leave. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, sometimes they're trying to make the most yes. out of the space they have. And some convenience stores, they're so, so tiny mm. and they're so, so narrow. But they put like towers of things yes. in front of the things, yes. in front of the things. And why is it that what and you, you want reach. is always behind the yeah. tower of things? <gasps> and you don't know how to reach it and you need to like, I don't know, do some gymnastics to get mm -hmm. there. Mm -hmm. But still, one wrong move and everything will fall down. Exactly. Know. And then the store person is going to look at you like, oh, look at this white bitch. <laughs> She just made everything in the store topple over. And that's literally what happened to me. <gasps> yes. Oh, no. I came here on holiday, but it wasn't me. It was my friend. But there was, there was a, it was in North Point as well. There was a, a new strain of flavor of cola that was only in Hong Kong mm -hmm. because we do also get a lot of um, 
limited edition things. Yeah. Which is, well, I never had those in the UK. But they stacked all these colas in a triangle sort of picture, a house of cards. Oh, no. They stacked it in like a house of cards formation. She wanted a cola. She took the cola off. But it's fine. It didn't fall. Mm. As she was turning around, she had a backpack on. Oh, no. And she knocked the entire thing down. Uh Uh-oh. They were glass bottles, guys. (gasps) What? They all broke? Yeah. They all smashed. She threw the glass bottle down, the other glass bottle down on the floor. She was like, why the fuck not? Everything else is smashed. And we ran out. We ran back to the hotel. Oh, my God. (laughs) Well, uh, yeah. Uh, Have you seen the news recently? There was a scandal with one toy shop in Hong Kong uh, not the toy shop for the children it was the toy shop for oh I saw it yes it was a toy shop for like adults, adults yeah. I mean not like a sex shop you know the toy shop that sells like figurines, figurines. Yeah, yeah. yeah collectors items because yeah. Hong Kong people are obsessed with it yeah and they love collecting these figurines and whatever yeah and there was a scandal uh, there was gigantic figurine like maybe I don't know, a meter tall? It was as it was almost as tall as the woman in the picture. Yeah, so it was like a human size. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was like 1.5 meter. And then it was displayed just on the floor. It was it, a Teletubby, I think. It was yeah, a, yeah, it was, yeah. A te- it was a huge Teletubby, that, a size of a human. And it was displayed on the floor. It was not anyhow protected from the public so a child apparently knocked it over and it broke into pieces yeah so the shopkeeper forced the parents to pay 30k hong kong 30k hong kong and then i think after a while after consideration and the public outrage and looking at the security cameras over and over they decided that the child wasn't really why? Because they put it on the floor in the middle of the... Yeah, and I think the child was Ugh. stepping back because somebody was walking okay. next to it, next yeah. to the child. Yeah. So, yeah, it was just an accident. Yeah, they refunded them. They ref- I didn't know yeah, that. Yeah, they refunded all, the family. All I did was see the picture. I never knew that they... Yeah. Yeah. But thank God, I feel like relieved for them. <laughs> I mean, it's also a very like debatable topic. Mm. At the same time, they shouldn't have left their child alone unattended in the shop like that. Come on, this is Hong Kong. But then, yeah. But then also the shopkeeper shouldn't be displaying such an expensive item so fragile yeah. without even putting like, I don't know, a ribbon around it saying like, don't touch or something. Yeah. It was just standing in the middle of the shop. If it was worth 30,000 Hong Kong dollars, it should have been in a big uh, glass uh, cabinet. The original price is 50,000. For a golden Teletubby? Yeah. The fuck? <laughs> exactly. So, yeah. In Hong Kong, the shops are so, so tiny and narrow. And mm. once again, they're trying to make the most. Yeah. And they put things everywhere. So, beware. Some, of the, some of the stuff is, is, is put there to be a display so that you buy it. Mm-hmm. But it's literally in your path of... Yeah. Path of, I don't know. Your path, your beeline, it's in your way, but it's there to advertise in front of your face, but it's just a nuisance. It's just an annoyance. Yeah, yeah. But this is, if, if, if anyone listens ever comes to Hong Kong, you'll just, you'll see this. You'll be navigating around 7-Eleven or Circle K. You won't be standing facing forward. You'll be sideways along oh, the aisles. Even the normal supermarket 
it'll yeah. be the same. Some supermarkets, they're so narrow. Yes. I would always be bumping into things with my bags because like impossible. Just yeah. impossible. We are not ninjas. Yes. Well, it's just think, impossible. Think Causeway Bay IKEA. The yeah, IKEA is oh the tiniest God. IKEA I've ever seen. I feel like if you don't have enough space for a, an IKEA that has space to display the furniture, just don't don't put an IKEA there. Just uh, give up. Just 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 put the IKEA somewhere else. Just give it to the new territories, please. Yeah. We only have one in Sha Tin. Yeah. We need one more. Take it out of Causeway Bay. It's also interesting because I haven't left Hong Kong for three years already, just like you. Yeah. It's been pandemic. We cannot travel. It's still very, very difficult to travel. Yeah. So I'm kind of, in a way, used to the shops being so tiny and narrow. Yeah. But if you go traveling and you go into normal shops and you go back, you're like, what the fuck? Yeah. It's so weird. You feel like you are... Alice in Wonderland. Yes. And you took a bite of uh, something that make you be bigger. Yeah. yeah. And then yeah. everything else is so tiny and you are so gigantic. Well, let's not forget that we already feel like giants here, no matter True. what. Because True. people here are just smaller. I'll be on the MTR and there'll be men, grown men, who are tinier and skinnier than me. Yeah. And I'm just looking at them like, how do you exist? <laughs> I, I, I'm, I guess I'm kind of jealous, but yeah. uh, I, it's not fun to be like the big, stumpy, heavy, huge. I know. And recently, uh, it's been a very difficult year. I've gained um, a couple of extra kilograms. Who hasn't? So, Who hasn't? Uh, yeah, the pandemic finally caught up with me and uh, yeah. The panini turned into yeah. a real panini and it was yeah. a really delicious panini. <laughs> I know. How do you deal with stress? You eat. You know what? This is what I was thinking, right? Because we have so many 7-Elevens and Circle Ks and so many bakeries. Hong Kong has so many of the same thing in the same area, but it has so many things that are desirable. Mm -hmm. Like, just as an example between where I'm from and here, my village in the UK has one bakery, right? Mm -hmm. You need to walk up a hill to get your bread from the bakery and walk back down the hill. It requires exercise mm-hmm. to get the thing from the bakery. Oh, yeah. And the stuff from the bakery is not that delicious. Mm. But Hong Kong, you walk down one street, six bakeries, all of them have got at least something in there that you yeah. see it and you're like, ooh, that's cool. I never tried that before. That looks delicious. And it is delicious. So Hong Kong is really an easy place to gain weight. I know. <laughs> and because... Everything is kind of kind of close. Yes. Because the city is not that yeah. big. And you get the lift down the building. Yeah. You and don't escalators. Yeah. So many escalators, so many lifts. So I feel like I'm not walking a lot. Like recently I've got an Apple Watch mm. and I don't really manage to close my three rings of activity because I don't walk enough. Mm. Because I don't need to walk far away. I'm very close to MTR. Mm. I get an MTR. I walk from MTR to work. I walk during my work hours a little bit. But then, yeah, I don't really walk a lot. Well, this is the problem with America, right? Because they all drive from somewhere to somewhere else. This is why on a whole, they're like the largest country of yeah. people. Because people, uh, people say that Hong Kong is one of the cities where people walk the most in the world. Mm. So, yeah, I, I, I think we do walk a lot. But because it's so hot... There's a very big chunk of the year where yeah. we try to avoid walking yeah. at all costs. True. And then there's so many escalators. There's 
outdoor escalators in Hong Kong. The yeah. only other country that I've seen outdoor escalators or city even is Las Vegas. Because in Las Vegas, you just get the escalator straight into the hotel so you can go and gamble, right? They want to make it as convenient as possible for you to get into that place. And then I was thinking, in Hong Kong, most of the escalators take you from the outside into a mall or from the outside into the MTR. They really want you to get into those places to spend money. The MTR costs money. Yeah. The mall is full of places to spend money. Yeah. It's designed to waste your money. (laughs) I mean, that's what I feel like the entertainment industry in Hong Kong is, is just spending money. Mm. It's either shopping or food. Yeah, yeah. That's like the two main entertainments in Hong Kong. Well, of course, as well. For the last three years, we've had nothing interesting to do other than eat. No, there are no concerts arriving. There are no, I don't know, theater, nothing. Even cinemas were closed. Like, come on. Yeah, yeah, even cinemas. Like, we couldn't get any entertainment recently. Even beaches, outdoor beaches. Well, I mean, they're all open now, and you made the most of the beach the other day. Yeah, I finally went to the beach. I opened the season, Mm. so to speak. Yeah, today is the 1st of June. We are recording on the first day of summer, the calendar summer. Today is the first day of summer. Oh, God, that's why I feel so, like, tired, sweaty and tired and horrible. The weather has been horrible these past few. Yeah, I mean, we've been blessed. We've been blessed with a good month of May. Because usually, usually, before, May from the beginning is sweaty, sticky, humid. But this year, it was surprisingly so cold. Mm -hmm. It was raining a lot, but it was cold. Yeah, it was... It was comfortable. Yeah, you could go outside and not get drenched. Yeah. 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 But... The last couple of days, the humidity finally came back and... It's come back with a vengeance. Like, I wasn't here all May. I'm back and I'm stronger than ever before. (laughs) And it's going to stay until October. Yeah. Hello, sweaty So adjust your travel plans. Come in November, December. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. We do not recommend traveling to Hong Kong from May to October. Yeah. For a more enjoyable experience... Avoid this month. It's too <laughs> hot. It's too sticky. You don't feel like a human. So No. And sorry, I was yeah. going to say that in these months, what people do when they come here or what people do is mm. they say, just stay in the MTR. Just stay in the air-conditioned place. But let me tell you guys, the MTR looks like one of the most well-thought-out and convenient transport systems in the world. It's the most inconvenient piece of bullshit I've ever experienced in my entire life. The MTR can go to hell. Fuck you, MTR Corporation. Leave me alone. (laughs) I mean, recently I started taking MTR every day because I go to work and I need to change to another line and... It's the rush hour, the morning rush hour when everybody goes to school and stuff like that. And it's just so many people inside. Oh, my God. Uh, I hate it. Yes, but it's so many people, but the tourists didn't even come back yet. So can you imagine? I know. Can you imagine? It's ridiculous. If the tourists come back and then the people go to work and everything. Mm. Wow. Wow, it's going to be so difficult. Oh my God. Why Why so many people? Yeah, just recently I've been getting so many negative emotions from taking MTR every day. Mm. I go there in the morning and I'm so angry after I get out of there. I don't know. It's, uh, it's a combination of different factors, but people are the main factor. People yeah. are crazy. Yeah. As well as the MTR in general. 
mm-hmm. is I want to say it's convenient. I want to say that on the whole, it's convenient, but the people make it inconvenient. Yeah. Also, the design of some of the stations is bullshit. Like, who was design? Did you did you design it in your sleep? Yeah, some stations are better than the others. The way they designed people go in and people go out of the station sometimes doesn't really make sense. For example, yeah. Quarry Base Station. Um, to get out of the station, you need to crisscross your path with the people who are getting into the station yeah. and you're kind of bumping into each other, especially when it's a rush hour. Mm. There are so many people and you need to cross but this their is, way. This is another example of why I think it's the people and not the product or the whatever, the place. Yeah, but why do we need to crisscross each other? True, why can't we just like... There are arrows, but nobody... Obey, nobody follows the arrows in Hong Kong. Even yeah. on the stairs, you know, on the stairs we have arrows to say which is up, which is down. Mm-hmm. But still, nobody actually follows it. And you'll be going, rushing down the stairs to the MTR because the escalator... On the escalators here, people stand on the side that you want to walk down, okay? Mm-hmm. And unless you shout at them, and even sometimes when you shout at them, they won't move. So you go and take the stairs and you follow and you are an, a law-abiding uh, intelligent yeah. citizen uh, go down the side with the arrows that are pointing down but there's someone running up the way that the arrows are pointing up and then collision yeah. it's happened to me so many times yeah. it's crazy and also you think that people in Hong Kong they like to line up and you know they will get really pissed off if somebody is not lining up to get the public transport but guess what every single day when I'm lining up like a good person to get into the train somebody just comes and goes straight into the train mm. ignoring the line mm. and today i barely made it inside the train because somebody cut me off and took my spot yeah. into the train and i'm like well fantastic yeah, thank th- you this is why i think the concept of the mtr is convenient but the people the overcrowdedness of hong kong makes it inconvenient mm-hmm. they really need to extend the trains i think we've mentioned that before but One thing that I thought was going to be life-changing for me was that where I live now, the line extends all the way from where I live in Taipo to Admiralty. Before, I would have to change three or four lines to get where I need to go. Now, I can go all the way from from where I live in new territories near China, guys. I live near China. I can go all the way into the cent- in, into central Hong Kong Island. And I thought, amazing, so convenient. It cuts the journey time down. It's the busiest line ever now. Because so many people live in the new territories. Yeah. The funniest thing I've ever seen on the internet is the day when this line was opened. Oh, yes. <laughs> uh, we will find some pictures for you guys and put it on Twitter yeah. or like Instagram and show it to you. Yeah. But it was the most hilarious thing I've ever seen. People actually came to the opening of the station yeah. and they ran. At 5 a.m.? They ran yeah. like, I don't know, like they're winning the prize of their life. Like they, wild dogs. <laughs> they were running to get to be the first people on it. Yeah. On it. Yeah. That's it. They just wanted to be the first one to ride the train on the new station. Also, <gasps> they said, they, it, it says when you're on the train, it said the East Rail Line has been updated with new trains and now the journey time is eight minutes faster. I'm looking at it like this train looks the same as the train that I was on a month ago. There's no difference. Like, I'm pretty sure this isn't a brand new train. There's still scratches. There's still marks that show that it's been 
used. Why would they get a new train? Yeah, and I, I, I'm thinking, is it a ball? Is eight minutes faster? Or, or the trains already had the already had the power to go that fast, and now they're just going that fast. When did they just get new trains? No, they, they don't didn't. look new. They look the no. same. A lie, guys. This is this is what a I'm lie. talking about. Can Hong Kong convenience? It's all a lie, guys. Yeah. Open your eyes. <laughs> And also, uh, just like a couple of random things about Hong Kong MTR to continue the topic of MTR. I've seen people doing crazy shit on MTR, honestly. I've seen people cutting their nails on the train several times. Mm. That's not normal. Who does that? You know that clips? I saw someone cutting their toenails on the train. Jesus Christ. Yeah. That's disgusting. Yeah. That's, uh, I, I, I don't know. That's just disturbing. I've seen people digging their nose and wiping it all over the handles. Mm. Um, on the internet, I've seen people doing rapid tests. On the, on the MTR? Yeah. yeah. And also there has been a crazy incident where people were playing mahjong. Oh, yes. Yeah, that yeah, was yeah. hilarious. Yeah. But then I think they got caught and oh. they, they got fined. See, that's not... I mean, Hong Kong, you want to show that you're convenient, let people play mahjong on the go. <laughs> so yeah, uh, MTR is just another world. There's so many things happening. I, I think not just the MTR, but transport in 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 Hong Kong. Yeah. Like, w- there's so many buses. There's so many of them. Mm-hmm. There's so many buses. There's so many buses, and there's trams, and there's so many taxis. It, it, the road when you drive when you drive on the road in Hong Kong, it will be bus, 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 taxi, 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 private car, bus, 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 or Uber. Like this, mm-hmm. so you think it's so convenient. There's so many, there's so many um, choices for public transport. No, when you come here, you realize there's too many buses and too many taxis. So it's constant traffic all day long, every day. Yeah, and also bus schedule mm-hmm. is not really convenient. I don't know. Maybe it depends on the route. Mm-hmm. But for example, those buses that I need to take to go to my other job. Which I have too many jobs, guys. <laughs> so yeah, that bus only comes every 20 minutes or 30 mm. minutes. So if you miss the bus, mm. the next one is in 30 minutes. Mm. Which to me is a little bit ridiculous because, I mean, in Russia, the buses just, they just keep on going. Yeah, same. I, I think the longest wait between buses in the UK is about 10 minutes. Yeah. Yeah, and there'll be two or three of them on the same line, and they'll mm-hmm. just keep coming and coming. Yeah. For for me, in I think it might just be your line. When I arrive back home, mm-hmm. I need to take a bus home back to my house. Yeah. They are every six minutes, twelve minutes, and mm-hmm. then eighteen. So they're coming every six minutes. Okay. Yeah. So yeah, but that bus to 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 uh, Repulse Bay yeah. that sounds like a ridiculous it's a pain in the ass and now i really really want to resign from my job in repulse bay because it's summer season and repulse bay is a beach it's a beach and so now so many people go to the beach and when i need to go back home after a long day of work and i'm so tired i go to the bus station and there are hundreds of people yeah i forgot about it because in the morning 
there's nobody going there. Oh. It was very empty. You reminded me so of nice. something else. You yeah. reminded me of the fact that everybody says Hong Kong is so great. How the city and the nature blend seamlessly together. You one minute you're at home and 10 minutes later you're on the beach. It's so convenient that we live so close to the beach. No. Yeah, yeah. you wait uh, 40 minutes for the bus. Yeah. Convenience. Yeah. Ooh, the and convenience. you get to the beach and there's nowhere to sit. <laughs> Yeah, exactly. So the beach is full. There's too many people. And then when you want to go back home after spending a nice day at the beach, mm. it's a horror. It's a horror show. Yeah. There is literally hundreds of people and the bus stop is very, very small and narrow. There's yeah. not a lot of space because yeah. it's like on the mountain, you know. There are hundreds of people waiting for the bus. It's like a Sparta. Well, it's all like of the fighting beaches, Sparta it, fighting <laughs> for the space on the bus. Like, no, I've been here. I don't even know where to line up because the line is like well, I don't know. Also, if you're in the car, Unlimited. it's a fight to get out of the beach yeah. car park and back onto the road. Yeah. And then when you're actually on the road, it's you're going two miles an hour because mm-hmm. everybody else is leaving at the same time. Exactly. Well. So last week when I was trying to go back home after work, it was, oh, adventure. Uh, the bus, I gave up on it because there, there were too many people and the bus also goes every 30 minutes. So if I miss this one, no point waiting for the next one. The minibus, forget about it. Minibus yeah. can only feed this many people. And then I tried to order an Uber and I spent 20 minutes waiting for the car. Oh my God. Yeah. So you 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 finished work at six. Yeah. And then and you left, had to... And I left Repulse Bay at 6.30 because I was wow. just uh, trying to sort out the way to go back home. Yeah. And, and, and that's another thing. There's so many Ubers, so many taxis and... I, like I already mentioned, there's so many buses, but no matter what, you're still going to take a 45 minutes to an hour to get home, mm-hmm. even though there's so many different choices of public transport. Exactly. So, I mean, you say there are so many taxis and so many Ubers, but when you really need one, yeah, where are they? Yeah, they're just not there. Yeah, that's so typical. That's, that's so, typical. so typical. It's like, oh, there's a high demand. We don't have any cars for you. And I'm like, mm. fantastic. I'll just, I'll just stand here. Then you guys I'll, ignore me. I'll walk home. <laughs> oh, yeah. I'll well, there, uh, when it was cold in winter, I literally walked mm. from Repulse Bay to Ocean Park. Yeah, yeah. Along the seaside. That's a nice walk. Yeah, but in summer... Forget, oh, unbearable. Forget about it. I'd rather swim back home, but I don't know. Unless you were walking with minimal clothing. But if you were walking with minimal clothing, you're going to get bitten by mosquitoes. So. Yeah. And, and stared at. Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> and it's like it's a very secluded walk. Yeah. So yeah, oh my god, just thinking about it, this Saturday I need to go there. I don't know how to leave. I'd rather, I don't know, sleep on the beach then. <laughs> get a pitch up a tent. Pitch up yeah. a tent, yeah. I will get a tent and sleep on the beach because I don't know how to go back home. Yeah. Literally, I would waste my whole Saturday there because I work until six and then it will take me an hour, an mm. hour and a half mm. to go back home. I, and then the day is over. I feel... I feel sorry for you that you have to go through that, but do you want to know why it's so busy? I mean, I guess you already know because there's too many people, but Mm. it's because in Hong Kong in particular, in most areas, uh, unless it's a public housing estate, the buildings are on top of a mall. Mm -hmm. So what you do is you wake up 
you go through the mall, you get your coffee on the way to the MTR, you drink your coffee, you get on the MTR, you go to work, you finish work, you go back home, you eat in the mall and you go home. So most Hong Kong people spend 100% of their time in the same place, in the same convenient location, in the same mall. So on the weekend, they try to go to the place as far away from there as possible Mm -hmm. because they've been in this same really quite... Like, in my opinion, it's quite a depressing, cyclical, trapped cage of convenience. It's a cage of convenience. I would hate to live above a shopping mall. And then just because you know that you live above that mall, you always go to restaurants in that mall. Mm -hmm. You always shop in that mall. You always go to the same supermarket. It, it, It feels very claustrophobic to me. I know. And people say, what? Like for me, why did you move to Taipo? You're so far away from everything. It's so inconvenient. It's you, so good. I, I, I don't get why you would want to live on top of a mall like this. And Mm-mm. yes, I have to take the bus to go to the post office. I have to take the bus to go to the mall. Mm-hmm. I have to take the bus to go to the nearest restaurant, to the nearest McDonald's, to the nearest coffee shop. But the journey itself feels more liberating than in refreshing than rolling out of bed and then straight away there I am in the middle of a mall where there's everything at my hands exactly I hate to be spoiled like that yeah it happens to me slowly because the longer I live in Hong Kong the further away I move yeah have have you noticed I started in Causeway Bay and you move to North Point and then in Corey Bay and I'm like moving further away from the center from the people from the yeah but yeah Corey Bay is still quite a convenient place mm-hmm. as you say there's a lot of restaurants around me there's a lot of uh, good uh, supermarkets around me and there is the gigantic shopping mall which I love yeah. it's the best but, but still yeah. you don't live on top of a mall yeah exactly and all of the new developments in Hong Kong think Lohas Park mm-hmm. they look like hotels yeah I, I, I teach so weird yeah I teach some kids in those buildings and you look down and you've got tennis court swimming pool park area shopping mall this to me growing up Mm -hmm. this is like a resort an all-inclusive resort it looks not like a living place and more like a hotel and i'm totally gonna run with the line cage of convenience because i feel like i'm in a cage where that's a very good yeah yeah, i love it yeah i like it i'm oh we can name this episode like that cage of convenience wow Wow. So, uh, so yeah, it, it, you, you look, you think, wow, amazing. I've got everything at my fingertips. But if you actually moved there and lived there, I think after a while, the mon- maybe not Hong- a lot of Hong Kong people don't seem to be thinking too deeply about no. these things. The, the, the monot the monotony and the sameness and the black mirror esque mm-hmm. re- repetition mm-hmm. that would creep me the fuck out and I don't want to live in a place like that oh my goodness uh, so now uh, for those who are watching us on the live stream yeah let's reply to some questions uh, yeah we have some activity going on <laughs> something I can't read uh, it, well this person is messaging us in Russian and English you're drinking today we are always drinking you guys we mm. always have something to drink we have another drink chilling in the fridge it's oh com- yeah it's coming yeah. soon let's yeah. finish this episode yeah Yeah. then how's the weather in hong kong we already replied it's humid as hell hence the reason our hair is not cooperating anymore girls when will you stop eating sweets never Never. (laughs) 
What? What kind of question? Never. Did my face get fatter? Is that one? Do we look bad? It's the humidity, guys. It's not. Yeah. None of, uh-huh. Uh-huh. None of business. Okay. Oh, okay. So when you move to a country with no restaurants, then you have to learn to cook. I think you do appreciate food more. This is another thing about Hong Kong where you think there's so many restaurants. It's so convenient. But then when you get out there, you realize that most of those restaurants are serving stuff that you do not want to eat and for me in particular they don't have anything I can eat because I'm a vegetarian yeah even me I have more options because I do eat meat yeah but still sometimes I'm like I don't really want any of that I've yeah. had everything like oh pizza sushi burger pasta yeah <laughs> on repeat oh how could we even forget places like Cafe de Coral mm-hmm. and Fairwood and all of these fast food but not fast food quality food it's fast food but in 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 the west in europe fast food to us is burgers and fries yeah. and pizza yeah. and and uh, takeaway food but it, you can get meals in 10 minutes five minutes and meals mm. of chicken and rice and vegetables but the quality is so bad so bad yeah but people love it because it's yeah, people, so convenient. Yeah, people yeah. don't mind it. They, they love really it. love it. But yeah. like, I used to order from these restaurants when I just moved to Hong Kong and I finally like was able to buy something more expensive than $11 burger from McDonald's. Yeah. Like, that was the time. Yeah. And I just remember, yeah, it was home flavor. Because it was yep. like home food, they, rice and vegetables and everything. But the quality was just so, so bad. The the, the dinner menu at Cafe de Coral, I do not recommend. Unless you get the om- Omnipork baked meat thing. Mm-hmm. It's nice, but I don't know what they use. But after I've eaten half of it, my stomach feels super bloated. And mm-hmm. you definitely know that because it's fast food. It's, yeah. it's, it, it, that's really what it is. It's under a guise of, um, uh, of home cooked, yeah. you know comfort food but yeah. it's not really and um, all those local eateries all yeah. those local restaurants yeah they all use msg and stuff yeah, like that so yeah it's yeah yeah really yeah also yeah. healthy for you also it's just kind of stuff that i i don't eat th- those i don't eat those things i can't eat those things so people say so good Hong Kong has so many restaurants but even the nice restaurants are unaffordable the nice restaurants in central I can't afford to eat there. Yeah. <laughs> so, I don't know. Yeah, there you go with your convenience. I know. I've, I've recently really become obsessed with with looking at things that seem convenient when they're really not. Mm-hmm. But it, 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 I'm not like shitting on Hong Kong because in the in the in reverse, when I go back to the UK, I'm frustrated frustrated with mm. the fact that everything is really inconvenient. So it's uh it, it it goes both ways, right? I go to the UK, I feel like it's inconvenient. I'm in Hong Kong and I think it's convenient, but because of the people and because of just the design of things mm-hmm. and the the infrastructure, I think it's inconvenient, but really it is kind of convenient. It's difficult to explain. It's difficult, <laughs> yeah. You need to experience that. But I think You it's need to just live here. The logic yeah. is usually missing. Yes. We kind yeah. of uh, figure out yeah. during the pandemic years yeah. that the logic sometimes here it's like a failed japan missing. oh yeah the japan wannabe but like yeah very backwards because japan is convenient 
because it's the same sort of things that we have here mm-hmm. but in Japan they they uh they follow through in a way that is convenient yeah they you know uh, what's the word i don't know i'm lost for words because <laughs> i've been drinking but in Japan the convenience is convenient but in Hong Kong the convenience could be convenient it's a very near hit but it's a mess yeah <laughs> and also recently one person reached out to me on Instagram mm. asking that if it's a good time to move to Hong Kong to start working here because yeah. he was offered a job and he's thinking now is it a good time is it a bad time mm. is it good is it bad and i really i'm really biased at the moment because uh. i'm sick and tired I know, but of I, Hong Kong. I, I, I don't know. It, it really depends what you want. If you want money and uh, a f- when you come here, you definitely feel like it's convenient. So if you want convenience in inverted yeah. commas, then yeah, if you want money and convenience and um, a quite simple life, it's, I feel like it's quite simple because Hong Kong is so tiny. Yeah. And once again, what do people do? Shop, yeah. go to restaurants. Yeah. That's it. I go Repeat. hiking. Yeah. It really is. Yeah. Shop, eat, hike, repeat. And, and then office, 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 yeah, office, yeah, yeah, yeah. office, 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 office. This is so, the life of most people. Yeah. This is kind of a convenient lifestyle. You just don't need to think much. Yeah. There is not too yeah. many things to choose from. So. But when you've been enlightened <sighs> and your eyes are open yeah. to how it turns everybody into zombies, exactly. you realize that the convenience is an inconvenience and um, take a shot every single time. We say convenient, inconvenient. <laughs> so, yeah, if you really want to ask us an advice, uh, do you need to move here now or not? We can't really tell you. It's really difficult. The answer is going to make you feel more confused than you yeah, already are. Because we exactly. also don't know. I mean, I'm here now. I have to be here for another five years. Mm-hmm. So, uh, yeah, but at times I really wish I wasn't here. And when I'm in the UK, I also wish I wasn't there. So, I don't know. So, yeah, there's also a problem with us. Yeah, we are the problem. We are, <laughs> we the, are problem, the problem, guys. <laughs> we are the toxic ones. Bye. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> be sure to subscribe to our podcast on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, or whatever podcast platform you use. It'd be lovely if you could leave us a review head over to our Twitter, Facebook, or Instagram, all at ayahkpod. We would love to hear your thoughts on today's episode. If you have interesting stories to share, email us at ayahkpod at gmail.com. Thank, Thank you, you and see ya! ya.